Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that we are waiting for is the rest of the friends. That's right. We are down <laughs> several panel members, but that's because they are running late. We're still waiting on Dutch. We're still waiting on Crispy Bomb, and we're still waiting on um, our oh Everborn and the other guest, which of course is Andre, who should be here making his uh, uh, prime time. Here he is. Speak of the devil, Andre P. Doyle. What's going on, brother? How you feeling? What's going on, guys? How you hey, guys man, you? welcome. It yeah. Actually, you happened to come right in as we went live, and I was saying that we were missing you, and here you are. So <laughs> welcome to yeah. the program, brother. How yeah. you feeling? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, this is awesome, man. I like. I, I just. Uh, this is one of my dream things to be on you guys' show and um, and whatnot, talk gaming stuff and you know just my knowledge of gaming and technology and stuff like that. As I showed, showed you and King David on the, on the DMs and stuff recently, like you know everything about the Microsoft Cloud and gaming and everything like that. It's really cool, man. It's really cool to be on the show. But uh, um, I, I had I had to, I had to make sure my uh, thing was up. My my my, my mic was on and stuff like that. So I was like, All right, no, no, you you sound good. You look good. Uh, we appreciate you being here. As as many people know, uh, I originally uh, uh, had pitched the show as we were going to talk about what Sarah Bond had to say regarding Unity. We had yeah. uh, a fighting game topic, and we also were going to talk about uh, uh, an update to an upcoming Xbox game. But folks, that got thrown out the window. Uh, because we are, or we, I have been along with a lot of people on the panel and the channel, uh, as well as the community has, uh, in the last few hours been bombarded with lots of information that quite frankly makes Sony look pretty bad. Uh, we're going to be breaking down and more than likely we're going to spend the entire podcast talking about it because, uh, Sony, as everyone knows, a couple of weeks ago, really uh, made uh, the Brazilian regulators uh, think that they were the victim with what they pitched them about how Call of Duty becoming first party for Xbox was going to hurt their bottom line. They had a lot of, of pretty, uh, you know, uh, pretty interesting things to say, which, of course, they were all straight up lies. And uh, now a lot of the redacted information, which is what uh, the responses from Xbox or Microsoft, have come the way of the interwebs. Now, the question is, where are these leaks coming from? Uh, I seem to think that Microsoft basically and their legal team had enough of Sony shenanigans. And, I, and again, this is just my opinion. Um, I think that they have put it out there. Uh, to let people know and to let regulators know who may maybe you know are, are, are part of the community that this is BS and Sony has done very egregious tactics to funnel people from Xbox uh, to PlayStation. I mean, it's business, folks. We understand that, but what what I don't understand is how the bully, the bully of the interwebs, who has been the schoolyard, uh, you know, uh, go-to bully for what seems like years. Uh, has not, has now claimed to be the victim. Uh, one bad mother. How you feeling? Welcome back. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> was that my side? I I don't know what, uh, where that sound came from, but uh, yeah, man, it's uh it's great to uh, to be here with everybody. I know it's been a, a minute. Uh, boom! I know you got you always leave me the key to, to pop in whenever I can, but lately I haven't had a time to drive by the house, <laughs> so uh, it's really great to to see you guys again. Though I I thought today would be a good day. I, I was actually going to be you know available, and I thought. 
thought, well, you know, there's not a lot going on in gaming. It's a great day just to kind of have some chill gaming conversations and and see you guys again and get caught up. But uh, lo and behold, like what seems to happen uh, so often, uh, I say I'm going to be on the show and then breaking news happens. Yeah, people, yeah. <laughs> people start fighting. And people start fighting in Twitter. You, we got to have spaces. you on more often. That That is for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, listen, Kay Asante. Kay Asante, how you feeling, brother? What you been up to? Um, I've been good. I've been good. Uh, I appreciate being on the show, of course, as usual. Uh, I see a lot of folks, <laughs> a lot of folks already in here, already having the, the, the conversation that we've been, we've been wanting to have in here today. Uh, I expected it to be a, a nice, uh, quiet, quiet day. And then all of a sudden, uh, some gaps are being filled in uh, for us uh, as of late. So this is, this is, this should be an interesting show and a, a momentous uh, conversation. So I'm here for it. I appreciate being here. This should be and a show, be a showcase, Asante, that is uh, being sponsored by, you know, Manscaped.com. Now, okay, Asante, I, mm. I, I have a question for you. Didn't Did you see the new Predator film released on Hulu called Prey? Oh, yeah, sure I did. It was outstanding. I really enjoyed how they made 19, uh, 1719 feel very lived in, in the plains and the dense forest where the Predator was hunting. Well, I mean, talk about forest. Well, I want if you want to keep your forest that bare, you need manscaped products like the lawnmower 4.0 to trim that bush. And if you're on the run from the predator, the last thing that you need is to have your freshly shaved twig and berries getting chafed. You need the Manscaped Premium Ultra Soft Boxer Briefs. Now, if you want to go to manscaped.com and use the code Double Barrel Gaming or DBG20 at checkout, you're going to save 20% and get free shipping on your entire order. So remember, folks, if the Predator is chasing you and your man jewels are bouncing around, that's on you. You should have been wearing the Manscaped Premium Ultra Soft Boxers. And when he takes out your spine, well, again, you got caught because you had your nuts banging. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your ad for today. Thank you so much to Manscaped for once again sponsoring Double Barrel Gaming. And again, just want to throw it out there. Go to manscaped.com, type in the code DBG20 to save 20% and free shipping off your entire order. Now, ladies and gentlemen, all the fun and games are done. We are still waiting for people to get here. And we're going to have a, 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 a star-studded packed uh, panel. But we have to get into the breaking news. Now, earlier today, I jumped on and did a 60-minute uh, primetime gaming special edition with Crispy Bomb. And the reason why I did such a thing is because it was reported by VGC. And this was three days ago. Someone, so, someone had added me uh, in, uh, you know, in, um, on Twitter. And I got, a, I got to take a look at this story. Now, I want to pull up that story for you right here. And uh, the story goes as this. Let me, just, let me just find it. Hold on just a second. Oh, for the love of Joe. Basically, what has happened, okay, is Sony had put it out there to the ether uh, that they are feeling a type of way about this deal. Now, the gentleman on Twitter who added me that brought this to my attention was BMG underscore King, and that's at King underscore K-I-L-L-R-6-6 of Twitter. And VGC did a report that was uh, basically that exploded on the scene. And this first report says this, Microsoft has shot down Sony's claims 
that its proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard would be anti-competitive, especially with regards to Call of Duty. And we talked 60 minutes about, you know, some of Sony's earlier tactics and, you know, them actually playing the victim here is is hilarious. Honestly, it is absolutely hilarious. But it was, ladies and gentlemen, the second report that really exploded on the scene. And again, this comes the way of VGC. It was written once again by Chris Scullion, and it was posted this afternoon. Uh, and it says this, Xbox has accused Sony of paying developers Game Pass block fees. The company claims Sony is trying to inhibit growth of its subscription service. And, uh, folks, that's that's actually a thing. Apparently, according to documents uh, from the... Uh, Brazil's Administrative Council of Economic Defense, which is uh, which the, the 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 acronym is CADE, C A D E, to justify its proposal acquisition of Xbox Blizzard, uh, I mean Activision Blizzard, the Xbox firm claimed that Sony actively attempts to inhibit growth of Game Pass by trying to prevent content from appearing on it. And here is what Microsoft has to say. Now, one one, one of the things that I do want to bring up into the conversation is uh, someone called Charlie Intel. I, I kind of think you know who that is. They are uh, not only a blue check mark, but they're one of the uh, if, you know founding fathers of anything Call of Duty. And this is what they had to say. Uh, they have the quotes here, and I'm going to read them verbatim, and this is coming directly from Charlie Intel, official uh, Twitter account. And here's here is... The, one of the responses from Microsoft. Considering that exclusivity strategies have been at the core of Sony's strategy to strengthen its presence in games, in games industry, and that Sony is a leader in the digital uh, description uh, uh, of digital games, Sony, Sony's concern with possible exclusivity of Activision's content is incoherent, to say the least. Now, what's interesting here, and Kay, I want to go to you first on this because we were talking in the green room, um, and I kind of want to wait, you know, for more people to file in here. I kind of want to wait for the rest of our panel, but I, I gotta, I gotta get your opinion on this. You know, this is Sony. Listen, we're gonna get a bunch of Sony folks in here, and I hope that we do. Honestly, Sony, Nintendo, PC, everyone's welcome here. Mikasa, Sukasa, right? Everyone, come in. Have, you know, grab a Dr. Pepper, grab a beer, hang out, play some games. Let's have a conversation. You're all welcome. But I'm going to tell you this. It's going to get serious in this in this chat today. It's going to get serious on this podcast because I cannot believe Sony with this BS. Honestly, Kay, this is unbelievable that they would go the length of this thinking that the Brazilian government is somehow going to put an injunction that call of duty first of all call of duty is going to stay multi-plat and the reason why that is folks is because microsoft loves money their investors love it even more if you take call of duty off of of off of playstation you're leaving millions upon millions of dollars on the table the fact of the matter is is that the, the, the casual audience that has made up almost 80 plus percent of Sony's 115 million PlayStation 4 sales are going to look 
all right? And they're going to see that when the advertisement comes, get Call of Duty and Xbox Game Pass for as low as $5 a month in the family plan. They're going to say, they're going to get together with four of their buddies and say, hey, listen, I'll pay on September, you pay October, Johnny, you pay December, and they're going to go down the line, and they're all going to come over because Call of Duty is in Xbox, and it's an Xbox Game Pass. You tell me that you're gonna, you think that they're going to pay seventy six forty three in New York for Call of Duty when they can get it for as low as five bucks? That's what Sony's afraid of. That's why Sony has concerns. But what's interesting here is crying victim when we just learned they are paying block fees. This is the same publisher that has gone out of their way, ladies and gentlemen, to charge for cross-play. Confirmed information, and we're going to have people defending this shit? Are you kidding me? Please, by all means, Kayasante, take it away. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it is a very interesting interesting position we find ourselves in. Uh, as, as people who are consumers who pay attention to this stuff, it's very funny to... to, to, to to see what all the back and forth is because we see it very plain as day, right? But I, I've said this on this on this uh, show before. You know, I actually do think this is big news, but maybe not for what, what most people so far have been talking about. To me, the big news here is that Microsoft is finally speaking. Now, how, how the news came out, you know, was it a leak? Was it something they wanted people to know? Was it on purpose, you know? That's the stuff, that's the devil that's in the details. And I, I wish we would ever find that out. But to me, that's what makes this big news. Because this stuff has been happening between the companies for a while now, right? You know, every once in a while, you know, Microsoft lends a hand, the other one shakes it. When they're not looking, he gouges them in the eye. It, it tends to happen. It's kind of like old school wrestling is what you're saying. It WWF. really is, you know. <laughs> it's, it's been happening in, in, in the business sense many times they 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 uh they show up on a stage together everybody's kumbaya oh this will be the turning turning point and then five minutes later somebody's talking about your business model sucks or you know something something to that effect you know they've been doing this for a long time now the only thing the only difference is uh, whereas as sony stays aggressive and is aggressive and continues to be aggressive microsoft doesn't seem to you know, get with it. Obviously, you don't want them to overdo it because, yeah, then you go, you know, we, we, we know what you're capable of. We don't, we need you to be, you know, uh, within your space and, and, and work well. But we need at least some kind of aggression, some kind of response. And to me, this is them finally in some, fa well, some form of fashion, at least they're acknowledging it. They're responding to it. They're, they're making, they're putting voice to all of, a, all of the frustration that some of the hardcore have actually been 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 talking about for quite some time now right now as far as what 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 playstation is doing or what they're saying again i would be surprised if they came out and they were as magnanimous as the rest of the as the rest of the folks that were being asked because this is their business model this has always been their business model right and it makes sense why they're they're acting this way you know even though as you've said boom you know it's already been in black and white that there's no way that Call of yeah. Duty is leaving the, the, the PlayStation. Call of Duty is going to be there because the presumed uh, owner, right, w has already put it, put it forth that he's going to leave it there. So that's that. So clearly, you know that that's not what you're really uh, are arguing about. But if you really pay attention to what's going on, what they're actually arguing about, what they're, what they're concerned about is the fact that this is 
many many stepping stones to the inevitability that they're very very much concerned about which is them losing that leadership position correct right? because yeah. them losing losing that leadership position comes with a lot of perks that they enjoy now that they will not be able to enjoy once you look and see that they don't have as many people as the other guy anymore and call of duty is synonymous with that you know where where the the casuals go that's where you know that's where who who becomes the leader and call yeah. of duty is the canary in the coal mine when it comes to that so even though microsoft says oh it's going to be everywhere you know uh, uh sony as as an entity that can't see beyond itself are going there's no way on earth you're going to leave it there forever so we might as well at least try to get what we can from you right now you know you know what i'm saying so honestly i i Again, this is very interesting. I love how how uh, they took a strategic move here and, and decided, you know what, you know, uh, uh, first off, Sony decided we're gonna we're gonna dirty up our image a little bit. People know that we're aggressive. We're gonna continue to be aggressive, and and basically, you know, take the the Brazilian regulatory bodies to task. Can they do their homework and realize we're full of crap, or are they gonna see us? see all this 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 hogwash we're feeding them and go kumbaya about it right maybe they do and, and we get a we 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 we, we get a, a a consent decree out of the situation if that's the case hey score for us if it doesn't work out yeah we dirty up our image a little bit more but hey everyone knows us this way already right now the flip side microsoft is going hey it's it's about time we say something right and that to me is a big deal yeah, I is. hope it that is, they say more of it in a more co- official capacity, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I want them to say in a more official capacity. I want to see somebody in a suit and tie on CNBC going, look, these guys have been dirtying up their own image for years now, you know, and really lay it out because it's about time they, they start speaking that way. That's that's my opinion on it. So. so basically what you're saying is they should come out and tell the people they've been yucking up their yum. Basically, for years. you know, yeah. you know, they, they, they should they should basically come out. I want I want someone you know in in lawyerly speak to come out and say look if we wanted to take them out we could have a long time ago we've been right. very nice about it and, and and still this is what we get whenever we put some something forth you know there's no need for them to speak the way they're speaking to right now because if their problem is call of duty we've already we have already televised that call of right. duty will be there and will continue to be there so there's no need for the for the the the, the speak that we are we are being uh, uh, allowed to answer for. Clearly, there's something else going on there, right? No, and, yeah, and you, they you, need to be more aggressive in their speak on it. And, and I, I, I think the fact agree. that, they, yeah, yeah. So that's that's where I am. I, I'm happy that they're at least speaking about it at this point. Well, uh, Isolders uh, uh, Bain in the chat says something pretty interesting. He says also, boom, the Brazilian board is mo- is more of an anti-consumer agency. All Microsoft has to do is say, hey, Sony raised their price to 70 bucks per game, and they're charging $10 for upgrades. We provide our games for $15 a month done. And they don't charge for upgrades either. They could actually add that to the uh, conversation. Look, I, I, I want to bring in uh, uh, One Bad Mother, but before I do, I want to read some more excerpts from this uh, newly uh, published information from VGC. Uh, these, again, folks, are direct quotes from Microsoft concerning the Brazilian government and what Sony had to say. And it says this, considering that exclusivity strategies have been at the core of Sony's strategy for strengthening, or, or, or I'm sorry, I already read that, yes. Uh, it's. Uh, let me continue. Here's the other one. 
It only reveals, once again, a fear about innov innovative business model that offers high-quality content at low cost to gamers, threatening a leadership that has been forged from device-centric and exclusivity-focused strategy over the years. That is an interesting uh, statement from Microsoft. And again, I, I'm with Kay Asante here, one bad mother. Uh, this is, I want to see someone, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Amy Hood. I don't care if it's Satya Nadala. I don't care if it's Phil Spencer. I want to see someone come out here and actually give an official statement and put Sony in the spotlight, put them on blast, put them in the corner, give them the dunce cap, whatever you want to call it, whatever analogy you want to add to it. But I'm interested to get your, your opinion on this because obviously we haven't had a chance to honestly talk regarding mm. this. And this seems to be spiraling out of control. Not for yeah. Microsoft, but for Sony. And now this is now week number two that more information has come out. And a lot of the stuff here, folks, is the redacted, uh, 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 blacked out um, aspect of what how Microsoft originally responded. Now, I don't know if Sony blacked that out. I, I don't know. But now a lot of that information has been made public in the last eight hours, and it really does put an ugly light on Sony. I don't know how you can be a Sony fan and defend this. And listen, before I give you the microphone, I want to read what the rest of the community is saying. And the first quote comes in from Gavin Stevens. Now, if you don't know who Gavin Stevens is, he is a developer. He's working on an indie title called Overdose. He's also the author of Cheeky Mouse series of stories. Uh, and obviously, you know, he's a father, husband, person who does things occasionally. Now, he had something super interested to say regarding this. And he says this, folks. So, Sony, really, we're paying for blocking rights and stopping Microsoft from paying for games on Xbox Game Pass. After the Resident Evil 8 leaks were made uh, to look false, man, all of this chest thumping about the Activision deal not being fair despite Call of Duty staying multiplat sure looks bad now. And uh, Tim Dog, good friend of this program, great friend of this community, here is what Tim had to say only an hour ago. And I quote, Funny how Sony plays that the Activision deal is anti-competitive with all of the S they have pulled throughout the years. This is why I have always told Xbox executives that if they could erase Xbox, they would, and so on. Kudos to Xbox response to government. Loved how they used Ryan's comments. And uh, listen, by all means, take it away, OBM. What, 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 are your, what, what do you got to say about this? Man, okay, so like after uh, <laughs> after both of you, uh, ten different things I want a different topic. So we'll uh, we'll come back to you, boom, in about an hour and a half. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> you know, I guess the first thing I would do is, is step back a little bit. Um, you know, regarding where the information's coming from, and you know, some of the you know, like like is Microsoft really responding to Sony? publicly and I, and I don't think that's the case here um one thing i did hear and i'm not a legal expert but i thought i heard off the last leak that it, the brazilian government has more transparency with these things and the reason why we're hearing it here and we're not hearing it with some of the other uh like the 
this has probably taken place in other countries already. You know, this this game that they're playing, yeah. and that's kind of that's kind of how so, I look at it. Real oh, quick, OBM, you know, to, to your point, the Brazilian government, their their regulatory bodies have a, a clause that brings out all those yeah. those comments to the public forum. So these questions have been asked already. It's just that in Brazil, you know that if they ask you that question and you answer it, it's going to go to letting the everybody hear. Yeah. It. You know, and, and they and they probably know that too, right? Like so, Sony and Microsoft probably are very aware that this is going to go out to the public. Um, but at the end of the day, I do think it's just a game you play in court. Um, I don't know that really anything's ever like none of. The, I don't think anything's really changed between Microsoft and Sony. They know they compete. They know that the legal process is a game. What I'm more interested in is actually some of the details of what they say, because what you're kind of looking for here is like is is. I think what Sony's trying to do is, you know, in every one of these countries, they're going to make the case because they, they're hoping that they get a concession somewhere, right? Uh, and that's at the end of the day, that's going to help their stock, that's going to help their security to know that, uh, you know, that they get some sort of something that's in writing that, you know, gives them some assurity or, or uh, you know, there's something reliable that, that these games are going to continue to hit their platform, that it's not going to be something their investors need to worry about all that. Um, but so like, so with that in mind, the things that really stuck out to me, um, if, if you've like, if you understand some of the regulations and, and where there was potential for Microsoft to get locked up, at least like according to some of the legal experts, you know, again, I'm not one, uh, but according to people that are legal experts, um, you know, some of the things I heard is like, you know, where are these regulations, regulations our focus is they are in big tech but they're really more looking at like emerging markets new markets things like that and really when you kind of look at it that way um console is one piece slice of a pie in gaming and it's a stagnant pie you know it's not something that's growing even though the rest of the industry is growing and most regulatory industries aren't i, I don't think they're really interested in console wars and that's just again listening to some of the experts what they're saying that's what my opinion is on that so one of the things they said is really where sony has the best play here is to talk about the subscription talk about the subscription it's a new market it's a it's a new market that microsoft could get a monopoly in there's nobody's going to be able to compete with them there and and so this is where i thought it was interesting because it, and why microsoft mentioned some of the things they mentioned um you know, they said that, uh, you know, like basically Sony's trying to basically say, hey, this this subscription thing, you know, uh, you need to do something to kind of regulate or control this uh, because they're basically taking this over before anybody else gets in. And Microsoft's going, no, subscription is just part of the overall competition. And then they point that out. Like I'm like reading well, one of the things. Hey, oh, OBM, go. just yeah. really quick, just uh, some context to your point, though. I don't even know how Sony makes the case because they, they themselves in, in these same documents and their answers to these questions admit that subscription games compete with direct sale games. Yeah, right? and checkmate. And it, like that's that's exactly what I was going to get to. Like when you so when you kind of do it, so like they're basically doing two sides. They're going like you need to stop the subscription thing. But then, you know, they're, then they themselves have talked about how it competes with their business. And Microsoft's going, well, look at they are, they even said in their last thing, this is something that competes with their traditional model. So like looking at one of the statements, like, uh, like basically, like they don't want Game Pass to be perceived as its own things. 
And like, like Sony's arguing like, hey, this is going to be a tipping point, uh, you know, that it's going to compete with the buy to play model. And so if they're saying that they're, they're admitting that this is not anti-competitive, this is actually adding more com competition to their model. And that's what Microsoft is saying. And then I think the reason they point out the Game Pass, uh, how Sony is paying for games not to go to Game Pass is because if you are arguing that subscriptions exist in their own vacuum, like they don't, like they basically, uh, there is no competition for them, then why the hell would you need to pay to keep something off of there, right? The only explanation in that, I mean, what, so basically if you're trying to isolate it into its own thing, then what you're saying is you're blocking content from going into this 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 business right like yes. oh, subscriptions are their own business so you're going to say that uh so what it, that's anti-competitive right like if you're just you're not allowing content to reach an entire you know like a, a business that yeah that, yes. that exists on its own and microsoft say and and, and so it, it works both ways so what, what microsoft is saying is that is that that no it competes with this sony is saying that so that also makes it legally okay for sony to do that on one side but but again you can't play both sides if you can't sit there and say that uh we're going to block this content because blocking it helps us compete with our traditional model but then say that 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 they don't compete if that makes sense you know i i know it's kind of going in circles there but no I no, think no. It, so it makes perfect sense but i i do want to add some context to what everyone has said so far in this statement microsoft has reiterates that not only do they intend to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation beyond the Activision acquisition, it says, and I quote, it simply wouldn't be profitable to make Call of Duty Xbox exclusive. Now, that is an well, interesting point. Well, well, well hold on. Yes, in, that, in that same paragraph, and I just shared this in the DM, I, I, I want to read the second sentence. Please, re paragraph. read it. Go ahead. Go for it. Microsoft says a strategy of not distributing Activision Blizzard games on rival consoles would only be profitable if the games could attract a high number of players to the Xbox ecosystem, resulting in revenue to compensate for the losses from not selling on selling these titles on other rival consoles. Now, let me ask you guys something, panel and chat. <laughs> what game do you think has the potential to bring high numbers of players that would offset losses uh, for sales on computers? Oh, Starfield, Skyrim. I, I, I would also argue COD is one of those things. Yeah, that me too. I'd argue that, yes. People. So, yes, they have a desire because everybody has a desire when you're trying to close the deal, right? You're trying to get late at night. You tell the girl, hey, I have a desire for everything we're going, we're going to get married, baby. It's yeah. all good, right? Well, I, you and, know, and don't be living in Vegas for too long. Bro. That's right. You'll get all, married all, multiple times. All, all I'm saying is um, this entire thing is that Sony knows, Microsoft knows, and everyone else knows that's doing a, a wink and a nudge uh, that tomorrow, if the deal closes tomorrow and that marketing deal is done, unless it is explicitly written down, Microsoft does not have to do anything. No, that, that right? is correct. But here, here's, here is something. This is where, folks, and like I said, I don't know how this information came to be. I don't know if this is Microsoft 
who basically what we're what we're witnessing now could be this scenario. You ever see these videos where there's a bully and they're picking and picking and picking on the same kid and they've backed that kid into the corner and then he lifts him up and breaks his shoulder on the floor and and then that poor kid gets in trouble and suspended but yet no one defended him when he was getting picked on for what seems like the entire school year. That's what's happening here and this is a statement directly from Microsoft. From the first story from VGC, which is videogameschronicles.com, and this is where they show their fangs, folks. Microsoft goes on to state, and I quote, Sony does not want to see Call of Duty games on Xbox Game Pass day one because it is resentful of having to compete with Microsoft's subscription service. End quote. That's from Microsoft. But, who, but 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 OBM, please continue. No, and I think that's that was a, I mean that's a good point too. So I mean that's what it, it essentially starts to boil down to. So basically, I think between the back and forth between Microsoft and Sony, they've kind of backed them into the point that these do compete, right? That they they basically said you know the uh, subscriptions will compete with digital pay to you know the, the the traditional model right now the digit the traditional digital model, um, and so uh, it doesn't really give. I I, I think at this point. This isn't really like when Microsoft's saying these things. For the most part, I don't feel like they're meant for the public. I just feel like they're they're trying to back Sony into this corner so that they don't have to give concessions, even if they plan to leave Call of Duty. You know, they desire to leave it. Uh, you know, multi-plat having that leverage long term. They don't. They don't want concessions. Satya Nadella has already said he doesn't think there needs to be any. Uh, and I and, and I don't think there there does. You know, they're, and I agree with that. You know, and they also mentions you know Nintendo and Steam have done very very well without Call of Duty. So this and and Game Pass you know built up from nothing without Call of Duty. So like a lot of the things that they 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 point this out if you kind of read that document they keep going through all these examples to say that you know everything that they're saying here isn't. Uh, doesn't really have any basis because you can find a contradictory hey, example. OBM, though, and I, I want to ask another question. This is not just for you, but for everyone, the chat included. Why would Microsoft bring up COD not being on another platform if they had no intention? It's, of it's going to be on both. I, I don't care what anybody says. It's yeah, I going agree. To be on both. Yep. Yeah. I. I so I. I. A couple points. I do think. Uh, Everborn, I do th think they don't want to have any, any sort of anything in documentation that they that that they have to that that kind of corners them right for the long term. First, first of all, I mean they can have intention, but we don't know what the market's going to look like in ten years, right? Like, do they have to keep? Uh, providing versions of Call of Duty for the PlayStation when most people move on to other types of devices. So, like, there's no, like, it does them no good. And also, they probably don't want to lose that leverage because, you know, I'm sure there's still other things they want to negotiate, like cross-play fees, things like that. Yep. Um, so, I'm sure my, my guess, and I, I don't know this, but my guess is, is Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer, you know, they, they, so they had a conversation. They probably have a general understanding of how this is going to work, at least in the near future. Uh, but they, Microsoft doesn't want anything in writing that's going to 
you know, maybe put them in a spot where they lose any leverage that they, that they may have had in those conversations already, right? So uh, that's one. But I do think, and, I, and I, I've argued this, this with a lot of uh, Xbox fans, and uh, sometimes people get mad at me about this, but I don't, I think Call of Duty is different than Skyrim, as big as Skyrim is, and it is one of the biggest franchises in all of gaming. It's a, its value is very unique. It is, you know, Microsoft's not entirely wrong when they say like Call of Duty doesn't do anything uh specifically like that nobody else could replicate on screen can right like i kind of do something to you bad yeah. mother can do i do it can i can i can i tell you that what's the last game that beat call of duty it was cyberpunk 2077 yep everybody remember that okay mm-hmm. and that game started out as trash if Xbox actually takes these IPs that are especially about Bethesda and make them into something that they should be, which we've never seen before because, honestly, Bethesda games at the launch are pretty trash. Let's be honest, okay? So you look at that and you say you give them actual time, you give them the relevance, the time of day, and also the freaking money, okay? And you say, you know what? Starfield, you could sit. Think about that. Starfield sitting. Redfall, think about this. You're going to be able to play single player or multiplayer and have different experiences in Redfall from what I've seen so far. Think about that. You know what I'm saying? So that's where you go and say they are trying to play a different game, people. They're just trying to play a different game. And you know what? I I really, truly believe that if Sony came out and apologized for what they said in Brazil, Microsoft would have never released what they said. Yeah, I, I think a lot of this is a counter. Hey, let me, let me, let me, let me say I something. Think the, whole thing, the, the whole thing is being released done. at once. But yeah, go ahead. Everyone. Just real one, one second. I said this earlier today. Another way to look at this, though, is that the threat of Call of Duty going um, going exclusive may be more valuable than it actually going yeah. exclusive. Because yeah. there's so many things that you can dictate to Sony in the all, industry. All, all this other deals. forcing is Sony to actually make a multiplayer exclusive. Sorry. Not sorry, but sorry. It's been like, what, seven years? I mean, come on. What are we going to say? Factions? Come on, bro. Come on. Like, oh, what? We, we got Gears 5, what, three years after that? Like, we're, we're beating a dead horse. And the problem is, is that Xbox is just a little bit ahead. And for once, they're not acting like they're too far ahead. They're not throwing every single dime at it. They're saying, you know what? We're going to gradually do it. But when Satya was like, yeah, we'll, we'll buy anything if we can. Well, guess what? They can buy PlayStation and Nintendo, and ain't nobody get a bad eye because they ain't even half the value of half the companies that have been bought already. MGM, um, freaking Fox. How about Fox? Think about yeah. that. Disney just slapped the money in front of them. Like, come on. Like, uh, let's be serious, okay? The only thing that's different is that Nintendo and Sony are Japanese developers at this point in time, even though most of sony's properties are over here okay like i i don't know dude like it's just it's a little weird i'm a little off put 
And at the same time, I, I haven't seen Sony like this in, I mean, God, like yeah, this Sega's is this is around. this is a real petty Sony, and I think they're grasping at straws. But listen, OBM, boom, just I, one, I, one one thing about yes, Sony being petty. I think what the biggest thing here is, Sony is afraid that Microsoft will do to them what they have done to Microsoft for the last eight years. Not just Microsoft, though. That's the messed up part. A lot of people disacknowledge the fact they almost killed Nintendo. They killed Sega, by the way. Like, come on. Dude. Well, like, Sega I, did add to their own demise, though, right? Yeah, like, it wasn't I just... Mean, I mean, DSL. I know what you mean. Guess who else did DSL? The original Xbox. A lot of people forget that. So, I, I don't know, dude. I, I, I'm just... I'm a little... I'm a little off put of how people are acting that they think that Sony's on this high horse because don't get me wrong. They've always acted like the underdog, but really were they? Uh, I mean, I just think they're trying to, I I really don't even honestly, like and this going back to what I was saying earlier, I don't even think the regulators care about the console thing. I think Microsoft's concession to, uh, sort of pre-concession or whatever, like good faith um, offering is something that they want. They were planning to do either either way. And the reason is, I and this is this is where I argue with a lot of my you know fellow community about. I just I I think they're gonna be they're gonna do really well in the console space um, as a sort of halo effect, no pun intended, of you know all this mind share they're gonna gain with Game Pass with being on. PC being everywhere. And I think, you know, Microsoft knew at the beginning of this generation, they needed to have some exclusives for the console box to regain the the core gamer, um, you know, uh, their their trust and and credibility again. Uh, I feel like they have enough of those. And now that they're in this mode, I feel like that they're accumulating assets for the next paradigm, which is going to be, you know, your streaming. It is going to be your gaming everywhere. Where a subscription exclusive, being only on... You know, being Destiny, being only on PlayStation's thing and, and, and Call of Duty only being on a Microsoft subscription uh, is going to be a bigger deal than a console exclusive where somebody has to go pay $70. And in a lot of these countries, they're going to be reaching and expanding to that is not like what the consumer is used to. So you might be able to get them to to kind of take that step over in a subscription, but you won't make them take that step to spend $70 to play a game for, you know, for 40 hours. And that's just the way the, the market has been sort of trending in terms of like uh, the percentage of people that are willing to do that. So I look at it like, you know, like, Microsoft, I don't, I just, I don't even think there is this, this major concern about the PlayStation console at this point in time. I think right now, the reason they're keeping it multi-plat is they want to protect the IP. And, and where I was going before is Call of Duty is unique in that it's based off, unlike some of the other IPs, single player IPs, um, the the community aspect, the, the fact that it's part of like pop culture, the fact that, you know, soccer moms know what Call of Duty is, the fact that it's everywhere is actually going to help them grow their platform, keeping that as strong as possible and, and not just keeping it where it's at, but actually growing it because they've already said, hey, we want to go on Nintendo too, right? They want to take this even bigger mindshare wise than it is where they're buying it because what's going to end up happening is that brand power is actually going to probably lead to more people jumping in their ecosystem through game pass than they would even gain through the traditional console uh side of things so i really do believe them when they say hey it's more profitable for us um because 
Call of Duty is different. It's not. Yeah, well, it's not, it, just in the microtransactions alone. Right. Yeah. Like I said, it would be leaving millions upon millions of dollars. But listen, OBM, we're going to come back to you. I want to get to our second guest. But before I do, I got to thank a couple of people. A lot of super chats have come in. We have two new channel members. Uh, Rufato, who was a channel member before the show even went live. So, Rufato, thank you so much for that. And Cerebral Paul, who actually was on the Xbox Factor podcast for his first time yesterday and will be getting a return invite, has become a channel member as well. Thank you so much for that. And the first uh, uh, super chat comes the way of a good friend of the show and finally someone that's actually older than Mr. Boomstick XL. Shooter2853 drops an outstanding $10 super chat all the way from Australia and says, good morning, Boom, because it's morning over there. Panel members and chat here, Boom, shout, shout, shout out yourself and Mrs. Boom, a ginger ale from the old fella from Australia. Well, thank you so much for that. And yes, I don't drink, folks. If you didn't know, I don't like alcohol. I'd rather take a Dr. Pepper or a ginger ale any day of the week. We also have uh, CO Merit TV. Drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, Mr. Boomstick XL, you should have Dirt Gritty on your show. And I was actually watching his stream prior to me going live. I'm actually going to reach out to him because he had a lot of interesting things to say. And I will definitely be adding him. So I can hear somebody is typing. If you're going to be typing, oh. just throw it on mute real quick, please, if you don't mind. Uh, John Wolf, who we miss on Breakfast with Boom, drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, Hello to the great panel. Sony wheelchaired themselves into the courtroom and stood up <laughs> as a roach passed them, confirming what we all know. Not a good look for anyone, not calling them out. I love it. Uh, Kirby Zero Louise drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, let's not forget Sony pay, uh, played dirty before. They were even the, in the console business twice. Uh, the NES SPC 700 sound chip and the NES CD-ROM. Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely onto something. But listen, I, wanna, I, I do want to welcome an Andre. Andre, first of all, this is your first time on the on the show. We want to thank you so much for joining us. You've had a chance to sit back. You've uh, your mic is in good shape. You're looking good. You've digest what people had to say. Where do you personally fall of all of the information that has basically been? It's it's like a broken dam just pouring out. What are your thoughts on Sony potentially trying to play themselves as the victim when clearly they are the bully? I think in general, uh, Sony, from my my personal opinion. Sony's like a laughing stock because they're trying to they're trying to pull this BS on with Microsoft's acquisition and everything like that and Game Pass and all that. I, I think it's funny and I do agree they're they're scared because you know I'm a, I'm a big stock market numbers guy. Let's be honest, Microsoft is a multi-trillion dollar company that can do whatever the heck they want. You know what I mean? And they're like, okay, well this is what we're gonna do. Meanwhile, Sony like, well we can't compete with that, so they're trying to find everything they can possibly. And, and you know, quote unquote, crying to the judges, whatever, whoever it is in the courtroom and stuff like that, to try to stop whatever they can and disrupt it. The, the, the fact of the matter is this: everything that Microsoft's doing, they're gonna, it's gonna go through. It's gonna happen. And pretty much, I do believe that they'll keep Warzone multiplat. We'll have to see the fate of Call of Duty because we can speculate what's gonna happen with the future of that IP. But I think only Microsoft knows exactly future thinking. Okay, this is what we're gonna do with this IP. Whether we have a multi-platform on the core game itself, I'm saying. Or if it's going to be exclusive, whatever. We'll see what, what that turns out to be. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I just get a kick out of out of what this whole thing with Sony in the courtrooms and stuff like that. And 
the thing is, Microsoft's constantly pushing the industry forward. You know, online gaming, subscription service, cloud technology, all that stuff. Um, Sony doesn't. Have I would even that. I would even add the fact that we they they added an onboard uh, uh, hard drive before exactly. anyone even knew what that was before memory yeah. cards. Uh, yeah, the, the original Xbox had an NVIDIA graphics card, a processor, and a hard drive, whereas the PS2 was just like an outdated piece of plastic. <laughs> Let's be Pretty honest. Much. Um, and, and the thing is, and I always joke around saying the last innovative thing Sony ever did was make the Walkman in 1985. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I joke about that, but I, I look at it and I'm like in the gaming industry, Sony's never pushed the industry forward. They've always copied people. And yes, they got some great first party games, but Microsoft's like, no, like this is what we're going to do. And we're going to build you the hardware, but we don't care if you play on PC or console. So we're going to put games in Game Pass. And I think that's good for the gaming business because you look what Microsoft does for, for the, these games and gets the notoriety and stuff like that. You go to the store, we all know that you see the indie game next to the Halo Infinite game and stuff like that. They get that notoriety. It's helping developers that. And I, I watched you guys a show some time ago where, where they even announced that how Microsoft helps these indie developers get multi, you know, get billions of dollars all together. They made like these billions on their, on all these games that in game pass and people notice, notice them and bought them, whatever. Um, I just don't, I, I don't, I know Sony for a fact, they're not going to like be able to disrupt anything. Game pass is the future of like gaming in general, how we're going to consume our games. Let's be real about it. Um, the console, the console factor, the hardware, it's not going to be a thing where we have to sit there and go out to the store every like five or six years to go to get a new hardware to play our games. And we're like, okay, we just got Game Pass, keep our subscription going and, uh, you know, payment updated and stuff like that. What, what device you want to play on? Take your pick. You know, I think the console, I think the console situation, and I don't want to say like the word dead, but I see in 20 years, we're not going to have to need it. The console stuff is going to be out, outdated news. We're not going to have a console. We're just going to play on whatever Microsoft presents to us, you know, the new hardware, the new TVs, everything like that, whatever they put their service on. And you got you got to remember that they're they're they got the hologram technology, the HP chipset stuff that they have. I mean, we could very well see games in holograms, which is better than in my personal opinion, better than the VR <laughs> at this point. You know, um, so I just think it's a bunch a bunch of you know bullets Sony's doing, and I just I, I laugh at it. every every time I see something on the news and like Twitter and stuff like that, I, I laugh at this stuff because I'm like, they're scared. And that's that's my overall thought about it. They're just they're just terrified of Microsoft, and they're like, hey, we can't compete with this guy, so we're gonna cry about it. But the thing is, Sony, you're not going to win that argument. You're just not going to win it. Microsoft's going to continue to do with the business how they do business, and business for them is tremendously well as we see in the stock market. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it, it's it's again, you make up some really great points. Uh, Everborn Saga, I, I know that you're chomping at the bit to get in here and and, and go ham on on the topic. Uh, you obviously have been watching this with a keen eye. You and Kaysan, they have an excellent show on Saturdays. Uh, the Gaming Circle podcast, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I would imagine that this week's show is going to be very, very action-packed, surrounding many of the things we're talking about. But, of course, I got to hear what you want to say about about everything that has been already spoken about and what you have read. Yeah, man. So, uh, well, I mean, the the this week's news segment on um, the Gaming Circle podcast is going to uh, it's going to have to have a full overhaul. We were planning rainbows and kittens to talk about, but now, yep. now this is where we are. So, but more seriously, um, so I just want to preface all of this with these sort of 
predictions that we're all making and, and what we are sort of extrapolating from this information. I want us all to remember what I say every week. It's not show friends, it's show business, <laughs> right? Yes. Sony and Microsoft are doing and saying whatever they have to in order to achieve their goals. Now, on Microsoft's hand, they are going to downplay uh, the importance of COD. They're going to play up all of the shenanigans that Sony has done with their market leader position over the last generation. Uh, and I and all those things are probably things that Microsoft would have done had they been in the first place. So I do, I, do, I, I, I don't want to lose that fact because I think, and I said this earlier, uh, as fans, we add a lot of morality to these things where, where it doesn't exist, right? right. Um, don't let the smiles fool you. And I'm sure Phil Spencer is a nice human being, but when it comes to business, he is not a nice man. He, he's a cutthroat businessman just like everybody else. And if you can let the smiles fool you, but you don't buy Activision and and um, and Zenimax if you're just here for rainbows and kittens, right? <laughs> That's just not why you do that. So speak nice, get your objectives across. It'll allow you to acquire more things, have the appearance of propriety, but anything as I said before, anything that is not expressly written in those contracts uh, or dis consent decrees, they are going to do whatever they can get away with. So that that's my disclaimer before I start all of this, right? Um, <laughs> corporations are not your friends. That's all I'm saying. Now, um, as to what Sony's talking about, and I, I, I cut in a little bit over there. I apologize for that, but I didn't want to forget those points. Um, Sony knows, and all this consternation is, is, is of two reasons, right? And I said this last week, I think, when it comes to business, uncertainty is kryptonite, right? Um, they were certain on January 17th, right, that their uh, COD marketing deal was intact and they would use it and they would be the brand that would be associated with COD for as long as COD is a popular item as long as they were popular, right? January 18th, they wake up, things change. Now, will Microsoft uh, make COD exclusive one day after that marketing deal is up? Who the hell knows? I don't even think Microsoft knows. I think they assess that every year, decide what's going to be best for their business. But them assessing what is best for their business will not include what is best for Sony. And that is what Sony is most concerned about because now you don't know what 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 Phil Spencer is going to do on any given Sunday. He could yeah. say after these three games you get nothing. He could turn into the, the cod Nazi or the, the soup like the soup Nazi in time <laughs> No soup for you, right? So so no again for you <laughs> again, and he would be within his rights unless it's in writing. So what Sony would like is something that says at least if they can try get something that will will hold them to keeping the cod on their platform because if they are required to by any consent decree which probably they probably they probably won't have to but if they are required by that then their leverage rights become different because you can't threaten to take cod away if you're required to keep it there right and so then when microsoft starts saying hey listen man 
we want to get Final Fantasy, or we we don't want to pay the the asshole tax or cross the, 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 the cross the cross play fees, and I think yes. that's something they pay right now, Activision. So right, so we don't want to pay for those things on anything. It's not just uh, COD. We don't want to pay for it on Minecraft. We don't want to pay for it on on Elder Scrolls Online. All that, right? So again, all of this on so on top of the uncertainty. This is about, um, really, when you think about it, because Microsoft says they're going to leave it there, if you take Microsoft at face value, this is about them losing the marketing rights because they know how beneficial those marketing rights have been, right? They're not going to lose the game, even though that's how Microsoft and Sony are talking about what if COD was or wasn't on the platform, right? And I, I do find that interesting, right? So, uh, but let's let's put that aside as future exclusivity. Let's put it aside. How much has Sony benefited off, even right now, with Modern Warfare Two? The beta access is going to be a week early on PlayStation, right? Yeah. How long did Xbox have to wait for zombie mode, right? Yeah. In the past, all yeah. these things, right? Now they will be. Um, on the Xbox first, all those things that Sony was able to do. And Sony wasn't wrong for, for doing it, right? They, they, they were within their rights and this is business. So now with Microsoft owning Activision, now Microsoft says, hey, we will be the council that is associated with COD. We will be the ones with the early beta access. If they decide to go back to making zombie mode uh, uh, an exclusive thing or a timed exclusive, it will be timed exclusive to Xbox, right? And once millions and millions of people, because it's the number one uh, or almost the number one selling game every year, it's, it's at least in the top five, right? Even on the bad years, right? So 199 COD on the box, three months of Game Pass included. What is Timmy's mom <laughs> going to do? We He's all gonna know, buy that two hundred dollar box, right? right? Yeah. The, the hardcore PlayStation fan is not moving over, right? They're they're fine. They will pay. We, we can. They'll pay the seventy six forty three. They'll pay more. They'll yeah. pay one hundred and fifty. Right? Why not? <laughs> Hashtag charge them more. Right? We should do like I'm saying. We like I'm one of them, but you know, <laughs> like they, you know, charge do a remake of Modern Warfare, and don't change anything. And they'll be happy to pay it. My point is, um, you're you're paying seventy dollars for it on one side. It is printed on the one ninety nine box, which is able to be on shelves holiday season, and also included in the subscription. That is a nightmare. Yeah, it doesn't matter if COD is on your platform. It is a nightmare for Sony because why? All the casuals, all the hardcore COD players, they are going to go the same way they left the 360. They left Xbox to go to PlayStation when PlayStation had those marketing rights. They're afraid of losing those people, not their can, hardcores. Can, can I jump in, everybody? Since, uh, so, yeah, because we'll, we'll do it to each other, you know, <laughs> the tag team on this. No, but actually, um, you're, you're kind of making one of the points I was trying to say earlier about about the the multi, the fact that it can, that it actually, 
uniquely has value as a multi-plat uh, versus other games. I, I've said it before, Call of Duty staying on PlayStation, and I think Jim Ryan was is aware of this because they kind of alluded to this last time. It, it basically serves as a Trojan horse for Game Pass, right? Because because Someone it actually has, just said that. Somebody actually literally just said that in the ch in the chat. Yeah, because it basically, because of the mindshare it has, because of the pop culture influence it has, because everybody knows what Call of Duty is, when you start attaching it to that $200 box you're mentioning at Christmas, when when friends, when, when influencers are playing the Xbox version because the, the beta is going to Game Pass Ultimate users first, a week early, right? So all your influencers are getting on there and saying, I'm playing this on Game Pass. When that starts happening, when uh, when friends are playing crossplay over Discord, eventually soon and one of them is like hey why don't you just get why don't you just get an xbox and get it on game pass when you upgrade your your console when that stuff starts happening like i said i call of duty has a, 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 is a very unique OPM, in that regard. when you are the friend in the group that doesn't have access to some early content that's yeah. it you're getting up you're walking out of your house and you're going to go buy an Xbox. Now, here's the other thing. It doesn't matter that it's I'm, on PlayStation. I'm breathing they, heavy, but I'm kind of just sitting here like, go ahead. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm going to bring it home. <laughs> All right. So so, so the, 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 another um, uh, point to make here, what's, what, is, what is really, um, I think, at the crux of this, if a game like COD can go into a script subscription service you basically devalue the hit-driven business that Sony has, right? Because right now, people are happy to be charged more yep. for these hits. And they say, look, uh, I have PlayStation Plus. God of War is not going in there because it's too big to go in there. I understand that, right? But how can you say Spider-Man... You good, bro? The biggest game of the year is not too big to go into this other service, right? And once the, we're, when we're talking about training consumers, when you train the consumer to think that a game like COD can be in a subscription service, once the consumer understands that, they're going to look at these, these games that are, are not in a service that, that happens to be more expensive if you pay month to month, they're going to look at that and they're going to laugh in your face. And say, uh, no, I want Spider-Man and Horizon and all those things. I want those things in a service. And that is a very precarious predicament for Sony to be in. Because 100%. I don't know that they can actually afford to put those $200 million games. Even though they're like selling them three times to you and amortizing the cost. <laughs> uh, but that's a different argument for a different day. <laughs> Um, so they are uh, utilizing that. So that two hundred billion. That's not really a different argument. It's just the facts. Yeah, no, it is. It, Crispy, I, I do want to bring you in on the conversation, but before I do, I got to read some more from the uh, from the VGC article, and I want you to take uh, again. We're going to come back around to everybody because we're not done talking about this. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of the exclusive games uh, for right now uh, that my, that that Microsoft players or Xbox players can't play. That, that Sony has locked up, specifically a lot of them with Square Enix, which they eventually will buy, but they don't own them yet. And a lot of these games, I mean, there's a reason why Square Enix was so down in the numbers, because they're only catering to not supporting them. 
Um, and it's it's shocking that this still continues. But Crispy, these are some excerpts from this article from VGC, which I will add to the show notes if you want to read it to yourself. Here are some quotes from Microsoft. Stating that Call of Duty has a lawyer following is a premise from which does not follow from the, conclu- uh, the, the conclusion that the game is a game category per se. Uh, Sony owns PlayStation. Uh, incidentally, has an established base of loyal uh, brand uh, players, such as Finding, however, does not lead to con- lead to the conclusion that the PlayStation or any branded product with loyal consumers is a separate market from all other consoles. Extrapolating from such a finding to the extreme conclusion that Call of Duty is a category of games per se is simply unjustifiable under any quantitative and qualitative analysis. And those are some big words that Microsoft used to really drive this point home. I would like to, I know that you were with me this afternoon for 60 minutes when we talked about the You know what, Boom? I'm that good. Do you want to ask anybody that's a PlayStation gamer right now if Halo Master Chief Collection was on PlayStation right now, would you play it? I'm sure they would. They absolutely would. Yeah. That's where I go and say Microsoft is just playing a different damn game. Can Can we get this through your heads? Okay? Like... You want to pay $70? Oh, cool. Guess what? I got Gears 5 for $15 a month. Actually, it was 10 back then when it came out. So let's be honest for a second. Also, you have to realize that if this doesn't pass by the end of the year, the ABK ABK deal is done, okay? Because they've gotten too far with the FCC at this point. Number one. Number two, if Amazon can get away with it, guess what? Amazon has zero contracts with the U.S. government. Guess who has, who has contracts with the U.S. government? They have, they have like That'd three, be Microsoft, I believe. Microsoft, okay? Because they are a U.S.-owned company. Then, because we're in whatever political, whatever BS you want to think of, we're in a political environment at this point where, guess what? Everybody's fair game. All these other, the EU, everybody else is going to coincide with whatever America happens right now. Okay? Regardless of what we're paying, how absurd it is, that is fine. I don't care. Okay? I'm talking about gaming here. All right? So I don't want to hear no BS, you know, no null and void oh this is what's happening really like like guess what it has nothing to do with gaming it has to do with what we paying right now but you look at what they provide to us right at this point sony's not doing that hey boom's got stray hey i would play stray too what else we got um you know if you buy if i uh if you've never had an Xbox, you buy a Series S right now. You've never had an Xbox in your entire life. You got the entire Halo series right there. You got the entire Gear series, even though I want a remaster. I think everybody's with me. If you're a Gear fan, you want a remaster. Okay. You got the entire Forza series. 
until the licenses go up. Okay? You got you got all this DLC and everything else that, hey, you pay a little bit of money compared to a lot of money. $70 versus $20. I mean, let's be honest. And we're talking about games that are just getting upgraded. Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, let's be honest here. PlayStation is afraid because they can't do the same thing they've been doing. Screwing you. That's what they've been doing to you. And if you're going to take it, go ahead and take it. I'm not going to argue with you about it. You want that life? I'm good with it. You got that money to spend? Go right ahead. But you know what? For me, I'm good where I'm at. Because you know what? Plague's Tale Requiem is going to come out. And they haven't delayed it yet or nothing. That game's going to come out. I think I think they're riding on that game. I, I, I really believe that. And I think that's going to be like, it, it's going to no holds bar, like possibly steal game of the year. I, I, I feel that from Elden Ring. Elden Ring came out how many months ago? Everybody already beat it. Everything order, else. Sir. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, Sobo ain't messing around. And the only thing I ask is when this deal is done with ABK, you buy a Sobo right off rip. I, I absolutely, yeah, I think they, they have to join a Xbox. Sobo has been a pillar in the yeah. Xbox community for years, especially with Flight Sim. You look at that. Well, they have a 10 year plan with that. They, so it makes sense. Yeah. They have an ability to do what Xbox wants. Freaking purchase them, get it over with. Yeah, this is where I go and say Sony. Certain affinity should Sony, be in that that purchase as well. They they they've just been so well, no, no, entrenched. No, no, in, no. Do you know who I want? Boom. Do you, I you own know, before us? No, Crytek. Oh, Crytek would be dope. Yes, yeah, I, yes, I yes, yes. No, Crytek, Crytek, and and the please. coalition to make games. My God! Yeah, holy no. crap! Yeah, I, like I, I think would... I, I think we're gonna see a lot of uh, a lot of big announcements come 2023 if this deal gets done this year. You know, real quick, I, I just want to welcome in. I don't want to shout anybody. I don't want to put the spot. I don't want to try to embarrass anybody. Mass produced 201. Listen, dude. Obviously, you're a Sony guy, and we love that you're here. Right? Please don't bombard him with hate. He has opinions. He says this in his last, and he says, he's had a lot to say. I've read them all. They can't move the Series S consoles. They're going on sale. Listen, dude, here's the thing. I understand that your allegiance is to Sony. I, I hear you. I, my allegiance is to, to Xbox. But the truth of the matter is, is that on this show, on this podcast, on this channel, we don't hate on anything. We, we, we're, we are presenting information that has been put out there by credible sources, right? This is this isn't us piling on the rabbit, so to speak. Sony has put themselves in the corner. This information got out. Now, whether or not it's Sony's inability to read the room and know that Brazil has a very open door policy when it comes to these things, they do. Everybody right. can look it up. Right now, now if they, Sony didn't know that, well, then Sony needs to hire better lawyers like Microsoft. Okay. But the truth well, of the just... matter is, is that this stuff is out there. We are reading this. This is not the first week. This is week number two, and more information has come out. But this time, it's not Sony statements. It's Microsoft. Now, again, how did these things get out there? 
because a lot of the stuff was redacted by the original Reddit poster. They're not redacted anymore. Is this Microsoft? I don't know. But listen, Crispy, I don't know how much time we have with him. Crazy Lou Gaming from Xbox International has traced our presence all the way from the Dominican Republic. Listen, Hello. Crazy Lou, you have had video after video after incredible video. We got to get your opinion on this. Sony is painting themselves as a victim when clearly they have been the dominant bully for the PlayStation 4 generation and then still are the market leader with nearly 22 million consoles sold compared to Xbox's 16 million. And that's a fact. But the truth yep. of the matter is, is that they are, they are loose, starting to loosen the grasp. And I say they, Microsoft. Eventually, Sony is going to fall to their death in third place. They're not going to be able to beat Nintendo, and they're certainly going to lose to Microsoft when Call of Duty comes in to the service. Now, right now, from what we understand, they have the marketing rights through this year. Next year, there's no Call of Duty, and the year after, I don't know about the, the following year. Once they officially lose the marketing rights... It is going to be literally, no pun intended, game over because their biggest IP that brings in the most money that's not first party is going to be owned by their competitor. Have you had a chance to read what VGC has reported in the last 48 hours? Oh, dear Lord. I read that and I'm still with my mouth open. I mean, well, please some... uh, oh, take, take as much time as you want to elaborate <laughs> on it. Oh, man. I mean, when Sony came after... Being the victim, and I saw that, I was like, what are they doing? I mean, seriously, that's 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 a crazy PR stunt. I would never do that. As a company, being number one, I would never do that. I mean, I hope that guy gets kicked and, like, fired or I don't know, because I would never say that, especially there. If I had something personal to say, I would call Microsoft and say, hey, Microsoft, you know, I don't want to lose this. What can we do? Let's negotiate this and that, you know, but... That was a crazy PR stunt right there they made. Like, hey, let's be the victims. So, okay, they were the victims. And I was like, man, you guys really effed up right there. I mean, I would not say that because you guys kept poking the bear and they poked the bear and this is what they got. And Xbox came back and retaliated really hard. I mean, today I saw something. I was like, whoa. It says here from VGC charts, it also claims that Sony actively tries to hamper Game Pass growth by paying some developers for blocking rights to prevent them from adding content to Game Pass. When I read that, I was like, oh, man, these guys are taking the dirty laundry out finally. They were like, they're, they're not going to get a 2013 <laughs> like, like, they, like they did back in the day. Remember the 2013 when Sony said, hey, you know, they grabbed the... The CD and we're like, yeah, let me hand it over games. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah share games. <laughs> Xbox said, you guys ain't pulling the 2013 on me again. No, they came back and said, look, this is what's going on. This is what they've been doing with third-party games, this and that. Oh, man, I read that stuff and I was like, dear Lord. Literally, Sony messed up with that comment. They should have just never commented it there. It's like basically they were saying, hey, um, we don't want that buy to happen because if it does, it's going to make people choose consoles. I mean, seriously, what, what were you guys doing the last, um, well, how many years? Seven years? Eight years? What were they doing? Uh, maybe longer than that, dude. Yeah, they've, they've been doing yeah. it for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing that. They've been getting all their content over here. They've been bringing, um, like, uh, what's it called? Square Enix. We're still waiting for Final Fantasy VII Remake to come. 
Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Fourteen, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Sixteen, uh, Forspoken. That's just mm-hmm. to name a few. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously, we're just waiting for those for those games to come, and they're still not coming. And what did they do? What kind of deal did they make? I mean, yeah, right there they said it. They paid third party developers to not share the content in Game Pass. That is insane. I mean, I remember. When I, when I first heard about this, it was with Nintendo and Sega. There's a good documentary to, called Console Wars. And they were, and literally, the guys from Sega said that Nintendo told developers, hey, if you guys make one game for Sega, you guys aren't going to be back here again. Literally, Nintendo told them that. And so we're pretty much seeing the same thing, but in a different way, you know? Like, hey, let's pay you. Just don't, don't go over there. And the funny part is that Sony wasn't counting on Xbox to come back and and saying, hey, you know, all the stuff they said today, they weren't counting on that. But here's the thing, though. Sony forgot something. Since Xbox bought Bethesda, when was it? 2020 2021? Was it 2021? I think it was... Was it? I think it was 2021. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Same thing with Activision Blizz. I mean, when they bought that, they're going to get pretty much everything. And all the conversations they've been having, emails and stuff like that, and probably right there, they have something in their hands. Because if you're going to say that, like they said it today on how Sony's been blocking their third-party developers on going on Game Pass, it's because they got proof. And it's probably from one of those buys, they have that proof right there, which is insane. I mean, literally, that left my mouth open. I was like, no way. That can't be possible. That those guys were doing that. And, and like I said, pushing that. They were poking the bear. And that bird woke up and just bit him right back. It was like, nope, the 2013 ain't happening again. And I'm glad they did. I'm happy they did. Really, I'm happy. You, they did. you know what? You, you're actually not the only one on the panel to actually say that. You know, a lot of people here have uh, iterated that it, it, it's especially Kaysante, uh regarding Microsoft showing their fangs. You know, biting back, fighting back, yeah. after sitting there and being the you know the you know the good kid, the goody two shoes. Come out there and 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 hold Sony to task. But listen, what I want to do is I kind of want to make I I, I want to you know we're going to keep talking about this for the yeah. remainder of the show. But I do have one specific question that I want to hear from everyone regarding uh, their answers because everyone is going to have something different to say. And Kaysante, I want to scroll this all the way back to you. Um, my question to you, and we've had this conversation moment, uh, numerous times, but of course I'm interested to hear you say this live on the air. What happens when Xbox get, uh, has the ability to put Call of Duty in Xbox Game Pass versus, again, as low as $5 a month versus $76.43? How impactful do you think, or how detrimental do you believe this is going to be for Sony and, and their sales? Yeah, I mean, that, that is exactly the question. That is the, the, the nightmare scenario that, Michael, that, that, that Sony is trying to avoid, right? Uh, uh, and I mean, let, let's be honest here. Let's be absolutely clear here. While they're, they're in the room, you know, crying and, and bitching about, about how the, the, this will change their business, they're not they're not resting on their laurels you know at least i don't think so because sony has been gaming for many many years so i don't expect that they're sitting there going woe is me and that's it no they're just biding their time and they're going to they're going to be iterating and doing what they are they're known to do to 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 be successful so it's all just co- competition right so you know 
in that in that weird scenario where they don't do anything and they're literally sitting on their hands hoping that the that the Brazilian government will save them which I really don't think that's what's happening here what that would ultimately do is yeah uh, you know you will see Brazilian a world government is going to be like Rorschach from Watchmen Exactly. We you, <laughs> you know you know. I love it. That's great. That's great. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And they knew the reason why they're worried is because, you know, in that world where where all of a sudden, you know, you see the you see the sticker of, of Call of Duty on the box of a Series S per se. And actually, I think I saw them for what was it? A 199? Uh, on woot.com a couple days ago, you know, they're, they're wow. still fluctuating between I, I the lowest I've seen it is 239. I can't oh, believe I've, you've I've seen, seen it at 199. Okay, one thing, I've, seen one it, note, I've seen it at 199 before. Okay, yeah. one Imagine, note about uh-huh. um the the series S because I know there was a comment in the chat. Um mm-hmm. and we love everybody in the chat, most people. Uh not everybody, <laughs> but most people. Uh but 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 there was a comment in the chat about not being able to move the series S. Mm-hmm. The the series consoles were the number one selling three quarters uh, in a row for the right next gen consoles yeah. Yeah. for the mm-hmm. last three quarters in a row. Yeah, that's nine. We months, don't think folks. that has nothing to do with the series S. And so well, and so and if 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 we can't if 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 Microsoft can't move the series S and they're the number one, what does that say about Sony and the PS5? Hmm. Anyway, but anyway, please continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. See, and, and, and I think most people, the reason why people tend to love to 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 be on that narrative is because you tend to see the Series S out and about a lot, right? You tend to see it in the store. Oh, you can buy it now. Oh, you can you can get it here. You can get it there. If you really wanted a Series S right now, today, chances are you could go and you'd find one. What a there. novel idea, KSI. Right? You, you know, a, a device being available that people want to buy. <laughs> it. What an amazing concept, right? Exactly. Yep. And, and the fact that it, it continues to be available makes some think that, oh, well, that means nobody wants it. Which is mm. a very foolish concept, but that's neither here. Uh, right? Seriously, cool. every time I hear when people say that, I just laugh. Like, oh, nobody wants it. I mean, I'm going to tell you something, though. Here in Dominican Republic, right, everybody is pro-PlayStation. Literally, I mean, a lot of people here are pro-PlayStation. And I have a friend that has a video game store, and he told me that Xbox sales have been going up each time. They just go up, go up, go up, go up. And people start buying Series S. They start with the Series S, and all of a sudden, they go back to the store and switch it to a Series X. That's what they do. But they actually enjoyed the Series S. They loved it. Like, man, this is awesome. Fantastic. And it pushed them to get a Series X. And now they're just getting their hands on the Xbox Series X. So it's a good thing that it's always available because, seriously, it's a way to open to gamers who want to start and try Xbox out for 300 bucks. Man, that is fantastic. I mean, seriously, yeah, just three hundred bucks. I mean, yeah. let me go try it. Not four hundred, not four hundred, just three hundred bucks. And people go buy them. Like, hey, let me try this out and see how it goes. And they look at it. Hmm, I'm curious how does the Series X looks. Let me let me get my two hundred plus, uh, two hundred more dollars and just go buy it. That's what they do. They trade it off, yeah, and, and they and enjoy Lou, it. That is your logic right there, and that yeah. is a very simple logic that anybody else mm-hmm. can follow. And what you're describing there. That logic right there, that is the reason why Sony will do whatever they can to stop it yep. from happening. No. It's, a very, it's, a very, it's a very easy equation to put together, right? But, Not everybody calls the balls and strikes. Not everybody's paying attention no. to 
the game pass and what's coming up this uh, month and da, da, da. not everybody's everybody. doing that but if you go in there into into whatever store you go into and hey this thing is a next gen console is it yep. yes it is it, it is. is even it even does light ray tracing depending on the game you want to play it on right and you know depending on 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 which uh which person you get who's selling the game the the console to you maybe they're knowledgeable maybe they'll tell you some of the features that it it can do before long chances are when given the option you're walking out of that door mm-hmm. normal joe individual with a series s because yep. that is the most cost effective option right yep. and and because playstation knows that and you know that's already something that's a factor that's against their equation as far as their yep. platform then you add the 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 ubiquitous game that is cod to to the other side that to that platform yeah that's mm-hmm. a one one two punch they can't afford to have happen so to answer your question sure. boom you know do what what do i think will happen if that's that's the case yeah it's it's the nightmare scenario but that's not going to happen right now let me let me be clear here I don't mean that's not going to happen. That Microsoft is not going to do that, and that it's it's not going that inevitable future won't happen. Of course it will, but you know, I, I expect that that when that future happens, you'll see SOCOM. You'll see some other, other like out of left field thinking that Sony will will bring to bear to make sure they stay relevant. Because unlike Microsoft, Sony really, 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 really needs PlayStation. Like they really mm-hmm. need PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So by hook or crook. They're gonna so, keep that thing alive. So it, which, it, which, what, what you're describing, though, just really quick, mm-hmm. what you're describing is competition. Oh yeah, right? exactly. What you're yeah. describing is well, them not. It's what we want. The let, 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 can I can I can I pitch you a scenario real quick? I mean, I don't have my crystal ball here with me. I wish I could rub my crystal ball, and I want to pitch <laughs> you a future scenario here. Let, I'm gonna rub my beard. I feel like I should say pause. Let me rub my crystal beer real quick and let me paint you this scenario. What happens if Sony keeps on pushing, right? And Microsoft just decides and says, hey, I'm going to put the Series S in 250. What the hell is going to happen with them right there when they do that? I, I have a strong suspicion that the, the Series S is going to be I 199 this year. I honestly, Ooh, wow. on Black Friday, I think it's 200 bucks. Oh yeah, Ooh, can you imagine? That? I have seen, I have Ooh, seen it on Woot. Yeah. I have seen it on Woot.com for around that price with a game. And now, game. now it, it mm. tends to be refurb here. Then it tends, and for those who don't know, Woot.com tends to be the warehouse arm of of, uh, of Amazon.com. Yes, wow. that's correct. Yes, yeah, wow, they, that that's the warehouse arm of of Amazon.com. So, needless to say, you know, you don't be surprised that towards the Christ, towards the Christmas, towards the 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 Black Friday season, this thing is one ninety nine with a, with an included game and or Game Pass. You know, yeah, you get like a three a month, month card or something. I, yeah. I don't think they would include a game because they would just give you Game Pass. But they'll just give you Game if, Pass if yeah. they give you ninety days. Uh, well, I mean, the, they, they'll know. give you a game already anyway, right? They'll, yeah, just, they'll just slap they'll just slap Fortnite on the box, which is free to play, yeah, and that, it's on there, and you could just true. play it, like yeah. you know, but, indeed. And and again, I say. If they do that price drop, what are they gonna do? What is Sony going to do? What are they gonna do? Oh, they're gonna probably make the, mm-hmm. they, they, their their what their heat sink a lot more smaller than what it is, or what are they gonna do? Ah. Seriously, I I I, th- I think again, this is a nightmare scenario. Listen, yeah. before before I bring in who's gonna bring in, before I bring in one mother to talk about this, I do want to just uh, catch up with some of the super chats. We had uh, Gerald Mack. Drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says, Sony, last gen ain't this gen, accept it. 
Uh, Jerron TJ drops a $20 super chat. Wow, thanks for the generosity. He says Sony is shooting themselves in the foot. I'm glad Xbox is done buying uh i'm glad xbox is not done buying great talent and before the playstation fans go after me sony has not grown any studios from ground zero they have bought talent too very very true uh drawing tj drops an additional five dollars super chat and says great panel tonight boom hi guys well thank you so much and hi to you as well lucky mo drops a uh, two dollars super chat and says don't forget about death loop and ghostwire still waiting uh, and you're absolutely correct in saying so. Uh, what, what are your well wh- with this nightmare scenario that Kaysanta and I have painted? <laughs> my question to you was simple: What happens to Sony's bottom line when Call of Duty is seventy six forty three on their console, and it is in Game Pass for as low as five dollars per month? So I, I think we already have an idea of what Sony thinks is going to happen, right? Like we uh, saw the comments from the last time and uh, they basically came out and, and, and stated that they do feel that um, this situation that's building up and basically they described it as, you know, Call of Duty and the subscription uh, and they went into details about that subscription is something that is going to sway people over time and 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 to be clear i you know i before we kind of get because i I always feel like everything is is uh you know the narratives are in extremes like everything is either dead or it's either the worst or the greatest thing ever i think sony's still gonna because they are gonna have exclusive content and because it unlike you know music where you know no subscription is going to have all the content right you're you're gonna have still have other you know lanes and other competitors over time but yeah they are going to lose a lot of market share and i do think there is kind of a snowball effect because you know having that two to one sales advantage when consoles were everything makes it a lot cheaper for you to get exclusive deals and then that keeps that snowball going and i think at this point in time they kind of see that uh and i think that's why they are diversifying right they're they're, they are they're not they they can't rely on the on the previous model of you know single just the this the exclusives in the console is going to make us all our money they know they got to start branching out they got to start making other things and so they are but um but yeah it's it's going you know i've I kind of stay away from it because I'm not, you know, generally somebody that that cares too much about who's winning console wars. I've been on, I was on the OG Xbox. It was my favorite console, and it was being outsold six to one. I didn't care, you know. But I do think second half of this generation, based off of kind of where things are going, like what you're saying, the the fact that you can. Uh, one Christmas have a 199 console with every Call of Duty ever, including the brand new one, day one, uh, and, and say it's all bundled together. I mean, you don't even have to talk about Game Pass at that point in time. You just say all Call of Duties, including the brand new one, uh, day one, are all co- come in this $199 console. You're going to you're gonna sway a huge portion of the casual market. Um, and the other thing is, like, the, the markets are changing, too, and I think people... I, I do think subscriptions, I do agree with Sony that at some point, you know, at some point it is going to reach that tipping point where it is going to change consumer behaviors. It is going to, people are going to think twice about buying a new game. And I, and I have no problem saying that. I know some people are like skittish to say that. It's like, well, how's that going to affect the industry? Let the industry worry about it. As a consumer, you know, you force them to build a better mousetrap for you. 
uh, and get the best value for you. And I don't really, that's up to those bill, those multi-billion dollar corporations to, uh, you know, uh, publicly traded corporations but to go OPM, figure that out. What about the shareholders? <laughs> yeah, the I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried about, about their them. yachts. I know, I'm not worried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about their freaking yachts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, especially, we, you know, we talked about pre-show, uh, you know, with like, you know, inflation and everything else that's coming up, man. It's like, worry about getting your best value for yourself. I, re I really wish we had King's version of Jamaican Jim here because it would have been uh, absolutely uh, bonkers. Uh, but you know what? I, I mean, listen, you've made a lot of amazing points. Uh, I do want to kind of forward this for, uh, a little bit because we are we only have uh, 28 minutes left, and I do want to get everyone's opinion and then get everyone out of here. Andre Pete Doyle, the night the nightmare scenario may in fact happen. The, the, basically, Skynet is Microsoft is going to be Sony Skynet, uh, oh, yes. and I'm just interested to find out your opinion on when Call of Duty is as low as five dollars per month with your family plan in Xbox Game Pass. How is Sony going to react and ask their fans to pay seventy six forty three? Um. In my personal opinion, I don't think Sony can. They don't. They don't have the the, the financials and you know resources and stuff like that to. They don't you know, have uh, the capacity. Sorry. You, you, no, if, um, they just they just don't have they don't have that pull like Microsoft does. And Microsoft's like, you get the thing. The thing what I like about Game Pass is, I'm not a person who wants to play a first person. You know, not a first person. I mean, a third person over the shoulder narrative driven game for five to six hours and like five years for the next one. I like my diversity games. You know what I'm saying? And Microsoft gives so much diversity in there. So when you throw Call of Duty in there like that, I mean, I'm a big Halo fan. I love playing Halo Infinite and stuff. But let's be real. I mean, Call of Duty is just a monster. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you put that in the Game Pass, it's just, it, you just can't compete with that. You, you, you really can't. And like, I don't know if Sony's working on like a, Bringing back a kill zone or like a SOCOM. They're, they're going to bring back a SOCOM. SOCOM is going to be their big multiplayer game, which I can't wait because I'm a huge fan of that series, have been since the PlayStation 2 days. So I'll be getting that. But yeah, that's I can guarantee you that's one of those uh, games as a service they're currently working on. There's just no doubt about it. And the thing is, I don't, I know the Jim Ryan said they want 10 games as a service. I just don't think Sony's built like that. They'll have a couple. I just don't think they're built to have 10. I just don't see that happening because they don't know multiplayer games like Microsoft does. Let's be real. So yeah. it'd be interesting Well, I think that's the, that's the whole ideology behind purchasing Bungie. Because, you know, Bungie does run a games as a service, and right. they do have know-how in multiplayer. So I think that, that $3.6 billion purchase specifically was to give them the knowledge that they currently do not have. Right. And, and to, 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 you know, to that point, you know, like Bungie's going to do a tr tremendous job. And I, I just, you know, and I know that they're, you know, they're probably looking at when, when, when Sony, you guys talk about the Sony comment, they said, Hey, we can't make a rival to call of duty with that. I, I know Bungie's sitting there like, you know, we made, Hey, we created Halo. Halo's Halo's franchise is like five to $6 billion net worth right now, period. It's a massive game. And then you, and then you look at destiny with the success they have with that. It's like, I, I look at I look I would, if I was Bungie I look at Sony and be like okay you bought us for this and you said that are we going to make a one to one Call of Duty massive franchise for you probably not but we can give you something no. give us credit well, they, they they clearly said in their original documentation they can't make a game as important as Call of Duty that's their right. words and so so I I just don't see them I don't see them uh, being able to 
go head to head with this once they drop this game and once Microsoft drops the game in Game Pass, I think it's going to be tremendous for people. Like you guys said, you bundled that with a Series S that does 120 frames a second more games that than the PS5 can do at 120 frames. You know what I mean? Like let's be real. People want their frame rates. You know, I'm I'm a big advocate of frame rate stuff. You know, like I know friends that are on PC. Like I tell them, like listen, you got he's like oh, i got this game that can run it at 240 hertz whatever i'm like well the human eye can't see past 60 frames let's be real but it looks good when you see it double that or triple that whatever but um it's just the fact that like microsoft knows what they're doing they're they're, they're appealing to the consumer they know that you know time especially nowadays you know you prices of things are growing up let's be real you know so people are gonna mm-hmm. look at that series s and say i want that and i get called do you in the game pass oh hell yeah let's go let's go with that so that's my thought on that i just don't think that uh sony can compete with that when that happens though no, I had a good point. Real quick, Noel HDZ, brother, you are drowning in this chat. And I and I say that to say, he says this. I'm talking about the first party and AAA games that are not that, that are not trash that we see in Game Pass. Listen, dude, uh, I mean, listen, I get it. You're a Sony guy and you're welcome here, but that's just rubbish. You you, you can't say that every all of the near 500 games in Xbox Game Pass is trash just because they don't look as stout as something as God of War 18 or Spider-Man. Come on, guy. I mean, you're, you're, you're drowning here. Don't, don't do that. Uh, uh, didn't I think he's kind of late on that. Didn't he see that Metacritic even rewarded Microsoft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Games? Again, that's, that, that's, a, that's a great point. But listen, yeah. everyone, let's, right. let's, get, let's get your point on here. The, the nightmare scenario, is it going to happen? Um, it might. Uh, but I, I, I think... Um, so here's, here's, the, here's the funny thing. I think that both, and I talked about how, you know, uh, they're both of these big corporations have, you know, one's way bigger than the other, but they're both, you know, doing what's in their best interest. Um, I don't think Microsoft was lying when, or, or I know they were hamming it up, but they weren't lying when they said um, COD is not unique because people always leave out the second sentence which is as it pertains to foreclosure concerns, which means if you don't have COD, are you going to go out of business? And the answer is no, right? Correct. Fortnite still exists, right? right. Minecraft Apex Legends still, everywhere. still exists, oh, right. yes. Exactly, right? Uh, GTA 5 and soon GTA 6 still exists. You, you'll be fine, right? What it means is, though, you're going to actually have to work for your keep, right? And on the Sony side, um, they're also not wrong in saying you can't just spit out another COD like that. Yes, they'll make SOCOM. Yes, it will be successful. But do any of us believe a new SOCOM or even whatever Bungie does next will be something that is at the level of COD? No. Right? Heard a lot of people saying they made Hove. Okay, so make another Hove, if you understand the, the, that reference. The point is, um, I think that really what Sony is, needs to buy time so that they can build up other um, other franchises that they that they can stand on. Should they not have, um, should they not be able to rely on COD? And it, again, COD is staying where it's at today. Uh, tomorrow, who knows? Um, and again. It's not a nightmare scenario because Sony isn't going out of business. 
Sony will be fine. Yeah, they they are going to be just fine. They'll yeah, be, they they're just not going to have right? marketing rights for Call of Duty. Exactly. Yeah. If, 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 that, if that's the end of the world, if 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 Call of like you you still have Spider Man, you still have Horizon, you still have all those other things, like like God. For, what the the okay here here's the two things. We don't have any games this year on the Microsoft front as a result of Microsoft not investing in their own platform earlier. Now, what Sony is afraid of or what they are getting ready to experience is the result of them not investing sooner in these multiplayer games. And I don't know why it doesn't worry anyone. They're done, dude. Like, come on. Come on. (laughs) Let's be honest. No, no, but but to, 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 to your point, I don't know why it doesn't worry anyone that they have not announced anything in a single in in in, in their usual you know banger fashion apart from Godfall Spider-Man and Wolverine. <laughs> right? You've got Spider-Man, you've got Wolverine, and no one knows what's coming With next. Spider-Man, Wolverine, guess what? They are single player story driven, third person shoulder game. Guess what? I can go and play that. I can go play Batman Arkham Knight. Guess what? I have that. Right. But, 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 but that's the thing. Those, I, like, the only other... The, Jim Ryan has shifted all of their efforts towards these multiplayer games that they're talking about. And if we think all 10 or 12 of those games are going to hit, how many games does first-party AAA games does Sony put out every year? Two. Mm-hmm. This year is a little bit different. Okay. And they're working on 10 games yep. yep, or 12 games. That is what we're getting in the foreseeable future. Golf fucking class. Microtransaction well laid like, in. Uh, <laughs> might as well act like Xbox is doing the same damn thing. Yeah, you know, they say everybody was up in arms for like a, a little smidgen. $20 for, you know, the, the Hot Wheels DLC for Horizon 5. And I'm like, look at them. I'm like. Bro, you're paying seventy dollars for the same damn game remade freaking three times already. Come on, bro. Oh dear lord. Especially so, the, the the last of us. Oh my god. Well, no, that's, I, that's I, what I, I'm it, talking about. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, that that's the the uh remake of the PlayStation 3 game. It's the remaster mm-hmm. for the PC version of the remake, and now it's the remake remaster well, of the remake. What the hell is this? Is it a remake or is it a remaster? I, I, it's, I it's, got no damn clue. It's Who also seventy six forty three, which is preposterous. But so, listen, so, Everborn, let me yeah, let me let me, let me let, give it yeah, a. Let me, you, let me you just wanna, wrap it up really. Quick. Yeah, finish so, your point. So 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 the point is, um, I I I think it is a doomsday scenario, not for Sony per se, but for the status quo. Yeah, and I think that right. is what we want, right? We want Sony to not over rely on their third party partnerships, like how Microsoft did in the 360 days. And Sony realized that what they had to do was focus on their first party, which Microsoft, you know, got their heads out of their behinds, and they're doing that now. So, what we are going to see is Sony try really hard. At, at, at making sure they stay relevant. And I think they will because they're not going to go lying down, right? So um, when, and, and listen, even if they do go, and I'm not saying that that's what will happen. When Sega knew they were they were going out of the business or when they were, when they were facing defeat, we got the Dreamcast, right? So 
Nobody's going to go lying down, and I think we're all going to win, and I think Sony will be just fine. It's just that they're actually going to have to earn their keep. Oh, good stuff. Crispy, give us your, give us your opinion on the nightmare scenario. And uh, real quick, I just want to uh, uh, reiterate, uh, again, Noel HDZ, he says, The Last of Us is a masterpiece, and indeed you are correct. Yep. But it also, that masterpiece is from 2013. So just you know, take that for what it's worth. It's now the fourth iteration. Hey, hey, and... hey where's factions at? Boom! Oh, yeah, I don't not, know. not there. But you are paying less for the But but yeah. regardless of that scenario, I'm getting messy here. Give us your give us your opinion. Is 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 Microsoft setting Sony up for the nightmare scenario as we speak? It's done. It's already done. Um, you can tell me what you want. That's fine. Um, Microsoft stock, which I wanted to invest in many years ago, but it required too much money until and now it's the even fractional. No, there's fractional stocks not right now, which I could invest in. Um, other than that, Microsoft continues to go up. Everybody else, cause it, it, look at Google stock compared to Microsoft stock. Uh, dude, Microsoft's like. Uh, PlayStation? <laughs> okay. Well, you know what they did wrong? They went public with a bunch of bullshit. And that's where Microsoft's like, nah. We ain't playing that game. For them to respond the way they did, I understand people are like, ah, oh, they're kind of being like nice about it. Well, guess what? It's called PR, people. You know, public relations. Anybody heard of it? You know, so... You go and do that. You go and say it's logical to be kind of nice about it, but also throw some digs in there. And those, yeah, which digs, is what they did. Yeah, this is the, the, this well, this is where the Microsoft showed their fangs. And, and, and you look at it and you say, okay, well, what do they got to play with? Guess who signed on to Azure servers? Uh PlayStation, because Microsoft already had them. And keep in mind, PlayStation bought their own server system that they failed at. Everybody, everybody talks shit about Microsoft messing up stuff, but PlayStation's done just as much messing up. Okay, you know what? All I want is value, and and that's where we're getting to the point. You, you could say this has happened on this console or this platform or this service or whatever. And then you say this has happened on this platform and this service and this has happened. Well, guess what? It's happened on like every one of them. The only one that's like shooting through the moon right now is Disney Plus. And I'm going to tell you right now, from a content span standpoint, they suck right now. I'm sorry. Like, I don't care. Like... I am that type of person. Like Disney Plus, you have given me nothing for the past like month and a half. But am I supposed to put that on Twitter and make it a big deal? Sure, I could, but I don't look at it like that. I have like Netflix, Prime, Hulu, whatever the heck I want. If I want to go watch Prey tomorrow, guess what? I already have it, and I'm not paying a damn dime for it. I already have somebody else that has it. And that's where the family plan comes in for Xbox. Yeah. That's you know that what that's what, that, again that that's why you're gonna see advertisements, Crispy, 
where they're not going to say $15 a month. They're going to say as low as $5 a month with the family plan, you can get Call of Duty day one. And it's, and it's not going to be just Call of Duty. Out of T-Mobile because T-Mobile has been expanding. I don't care what anybody says. They bought um what Sprint? Freaking Sprint. They yeah. bought they bought another company. They yeah, but you know what? Burton you know what? Well. That, what's even interesting and that people aren't really talking about is the fact that you can go through Verizon and get uh, and have a payment plan for Xbox Series X or S right now. Uh, yeah. But listen, we, we, we're short on time, Crispy. Let me bring in uh, Crazy Crazy Lou, get his final opinion, and we'll get everyone the H out of here. Crazy mm -hmm. Lou, the nightmare, so, the nightmare scenario that you have seen everyone talk about, is this going to happen to PlayStation proper, and can they recover from third place? Oh, man. Can they recover? Well, if they keep on doing what they're doing, then they could still be in that – still be in – on top, but the nightmare thing is actually happening because, like I said, they poked the bear and this is the reaction they're going to get. I mean, seriously, when the deal went through, Microsoft said, hey, um, you're still going to get Call of Duty content. No problem. We're still going to get a bunch of Call of Duty stuff and we're not going to make it exclusive. They said it from the beginning, right? So what does Sony have to do? Sony had to sit down, talk to them and stuff like that, but just not go out to the world and just yell it out like, hey, you know, if they do this, this is going to happen. And yes, agreed. Game Pass is affecting them. I mean, look, it came out of the blue out of nowhere. Microsoft said, hey, they've been paying these guys, these third-party developers, not to add content to Game Pass. Are they scared of Game Pass? Yes. Is it affecting them? Yes. All the stuff that we've been asking ourselves for the last year or two, and been saying it's going to affect them, it's going to happen. Yes, it will affect them because Sony is a little bit behind from Microsoft. Why? Because they don't got the money that Microsoft has to invest. And I remember a couple of years ago, Phil Spencer literally said from his own words, he was confident about it, he said it. Hey, PlayStation is not competition for us. He said it. Yeah, Out of his did. own. Yeah, he did. He said yeah, it. Damn right. Mm -hmm. He said it. So everybody who's on the console war thing, and lives still on the console where things wasting their time because he actually did say it. Why? Because he's got the money to back up what on what he's saying, and he is demonstrating it by buying all these studios and not by, by three billion. No, 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 no. We're talking about first one was what well, seven point five billion, mm -hmm. and now sixty eight billion. And if you add all the others, or we're talking about Microsoft has spent in less than five years, 80 literally oh, close to 80 billion dollars yeah, in games it's only. It's yeah. crazy. So yeah, they're winning and they're gonna keep on winning. They're gonna and they'll probably get first place. I don't know if this generation they will, but if they keep on if Microsoft keeps on doing what they're doing, they're gonna win first place and probably PlayStation with their brand, or they're, they're gonna be second or first. It all depends on how Jim Bryan pl plays his chess because that's what he's good for, playing chess. And he's been playing it nice and easy, taking it slow. Because as soon as Microsoft rolls out with all those first-party games that we're still waiting to come, I wonder what they're going to do next. That's something I keep scratching my head. Yeah, that's that's a great point. But ladies and gentlemen, that yep. is your Double Barrel Gaming uh, channel, uh, new episode of Primetime Gaming. I want to thank – we had 600 
and 46 people that topped out for today's show. Let's get to the outros. Kay Asante, sell your brand, brother, because I think that you guys are going to be visiting this co- uh, th- this topic once again on Saturday's Gaming Circle podcast. And we could, for all we know, still have more information. There's still two days left of the week. Sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone they can check you out on YouTube and, more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, it, it's been a great conversation, and I think a lot of people have had a, a lot of interesting points to, 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 to say from it. I do, I do agree with you that as the week progresses, I suspect we'll probably see a bit, hear a bit more about it. Potentially, you know, get get more takes, get a bit more more meat on the bone, as it were. So the, the less, there's less speculation about it. But I do think it's very interesting. I, I appreciate all the the great conversation we've had this so far this week. Andre, you you knocked it out the park. Welcome to, to the podcasting family, Mister Crazy Lou Gaming. Always great to see you, good <laughs> sir. You know, crispy. Of course, Mister Everborn Saga. OBM, oh, always show up in the clutch whenever we need you. Appreciate you, good <laughs> sir. And of course, Mr. Boomstick himself. You can catch me, TKO Asante, Xbox, Twitter, PlayStation, all the places you want to find me. That's TK0, by the way, not TKO. And you can catch me doing Damn. the uh, you can catch me doing a <laughs> podcast with the slanderous Everborn Saga, which you just heard two seconds ago there trying to be ridiculous on the Gaming Circle podcast, which we host. Uh, every Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you you will most likely hear more conversations like this you one on, this, invite on me the coming one Saturday. <laughs> we we will definitely do that, there, crispy. You know, we're waiting for a good topic that will really bring out the slanderousness of your nature to to really help help it shine oh, on that episode. I don't, I don't need I don't need a certain topic. <laughs> I just need oh, everyone we'll, we'll get there. you there. <laughs> oh, that, that that's not difficult. We'll definitely get you there. No, all up, yeah. Definitely, 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 we'll, 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 we'll definitely put bring you up, up up to speed on the show. But thank you guys so much for for having us as you as you normally do, and we'll definitely uh, we'll, we'll be here again next week. Uh, always, always great to to have a podcast with you guys and and have an awesome conversation like this one. Thank you, and OBM, obviously representative of uh, the Xbox Era podcast. Please tell everyone where they can check out. You had me at Halo, and more importantly, where can people reach out to you and strike up? A conversation on social media well thank you boom it was uh it was uh therapeutic to get out here and, and see my buddies uh, again it's been a little bit so uh great to to be back and thanks for having me once again if anybody wants to find me first of all you can always find me playing halo uh, <laughs> but uh look me up on my uh my twitter handle is actually uh on the screen right uh mother mother underscore one yep uh look me up over there also we do like you mentioned we do uh i, I do content with xbox arrow mostly uh lately uh been kind of laying low because we've been doing some things behind the scenes but we'll be getting some content back up on the site again uh c- coming up soon also do have a podcast uh, that you had me at halo show which is a bi-weekly as you can imagine a show about halo and after many weeks of you know let's say uh negative news or or it seemed like uh always something uh add the drop pod today yeah i mean there's 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 some good there's some hopium there's some hopium so come tomorrow <laughs> uh t- tomorrow we're gonna be having the podcast right after seven o'clock so if you are a halo fan and you are looking for some <laughs> some some hope that some good things are in the future we got some things to share uh some leaks and things like that so uh look forward to talking about that but as always it's great to see you guys and uh look forward to uh seeing you guys again soon 
Ah, thank you so much for that. And Andre, man, you knocked it out of your part. This is your first uh, forte into podcasting and, of course, your debut on Primetime Gaming. Uh, if people want to reach out to you and potentially strike up a conversation, what you got going on, bro? Uh, right now, I'm just trying to get my uh, my, my podcast off the ground right now um, through the Anchor.fm on Spotify there. Nice. Um, I, I started it as a fitness thing because I've been in fitness for 20 plus years, but gradually rotated to uh, the technology stuff, like gaming technology. So uh, it's it's Wolf Dre's it's Wolf Dre Gaming on uh, Spotify. I only got like 18, 18 or 19 videos right now. I'm trying to build it up though. It's and just trying to like get get it to the, where I want it to be at. And then I'm always um, on X, my Xbox uh, Series X, just playing some Halo and some Dying Light Two and stuff, and, you know, and, and, uh, and whatnot. Just messing with that, trying to get some uh, work stuff going here. That's really about it. But just just excited for gaming. I mean, like 2023 moving forward, man. I mean, we're gonna be uh, eating good on Game yeah. Pass. Sure. Yeah, I think yeah. we're gonna be eating good around the clock, both PlayStation, Nintendo, and especially Xbox. 2023 is gonna be. Uh, a massive year, but it was great to work with you. And obviously we'll have you back on in a future episode. Uh, so thank you again for joining us. Uh, Everborn Saga, sell your brand, brother. Where can people reach out to you and strike up a conversation and check out the Everborn Saga? Well, listen, if you want to check out the Everborn Saga, you are going to go to everbornsaga.com where you can see all of the books that we produce. We are creating our own uh, fantasy universe. It works kind of like the MCU a bunch of different mainline stories and they all lead up for like Avengers level events. Um, if you're in the you're anime, also working on a side scrolling game. I'm, I, yeah, I'm coming to that one too. Um, we, we are for our latest series, the Redlands. We're making a, we were so inspired by streets of rage four and shredders revenge. We are going, we are making a, uh, side scrolling beat em up in the vein of TMNT turtles in time, those kind of things. Um, and I want to share that development with the community because I think more of us, we've all got this, these, this collective decades and decades of knowledge on gaming. And I, and I think the tools are there where you can have one-man teams. And I want more of us to get into making games. So I want to share this development process with the community. And uh, hopefully we can all become you know, our own indie devs. Nice. Uh, so that, that, that's what I want to do with that project. More to come on that. I'll show more when I have more to show. I'm going to start doing videos on that front. And uh, I don't do multiplayer much, but if you want to connect with me on Xbox, PlayStation, or Steam, you can also reach me at Everborn Saga. And if you're in, if there's any drama going on in spaces on Twitter, you can also find me there. Oh, nice. Do spaces? What the Crispy hell? Bomb. <laughs> Crispy Bomb. Crispy Bomb, you're, you're going to be on a show tomorrow night that I'm sure is going to be talking about this uh, and going ham on the topics. Tell everyone where they can see you tomorrow night and where can they reach out to you on social media? Well, if you want to hear the messiness, we got the next podcast tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Other than that, it's at Crispy Bomb on Twitter. Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. You can find me on Retro Renegades Tuesday night. Back here on Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and friends. I mean, y'all are my friends. I, I'm that is here. absolutely correct. We're actually um, we're brothers, but yes, we can say friends. <laughs> well, 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 me and Boom are, are brothers. Some of y'all are just my friends. <laughs> that, that, that was a little dirty, but it's damn truth. Sorry. Um, um, well, we love we, we love you, Christy. And, and, and of course, find me on X. Xbox, please. Like yes. I play a lot of games. 
I love playing games, especially multiplayer. So hit me up, Christy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. Nice, brother. And last and no way least, who joined us late, uh, uh, Crazy Lou Gaming from Xbox International, brother. Sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can check out your amazing podcast with your you. cohorts. And more importantly, where can people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media? Oh, man. Boom. Thank you for having me in such late notice. YouTube was being mean to us tonight. We couldn't do the show. Oh, man. It was bad. But hey, we can find me at Crazy Louie Gaming on Twitter, where I do a lot of insane stuff, dancing and all sort of crazy stuff and say good morning <laughs> to everybody. And you all can always find me every single Wednesday at 7 p.m. ET at the Crazy Louie Gaming YouTube channel with my brother Silent Cypher and Sour Blow in Xbox International, where we talk about everything that's been going on in the gaming world. Yeah, well, thank you so much for being here, jumping in. Yeah, uh, thanks, real quick, Jordan TJ drops a, a final super chat and says, the toxic fanboys, Sony fanboys, are so mad at Microsoft. Get mad at Sony for being lazy and keep that same energy. And that is how we're going to close out Get today's show. Big shout out to people. Yep, that's right. That's right. Bring bring the screenshots. Uh, big shout out to the 650 plus people that tuned oh. in for today's program. Hopefully you enjoyed it enough to subscribe. Uh, even if you are a Sony fan, listen. Everyone's welcome here, and we are just talking facts. Uh, this is this is not this is not you know us piling on the rabbit. This is this is what's out there, and we got to talk about it. Uh, big shout out to all the super chats that have come in once again. Again, those always power the show. I needed new headphones. I got them, um, and uh, they're on my head as we speak. And uh, again, th those do really pay for a lot of the big giveaways that we uh we have and we have three big ones uh by the end of the year mrs boomstick and i will have doled out twenty seven hundred dollars worth of digital gifts and all you gotta do is be in the soup uh, be in the chat to win one of those prizes uh but of course i'm going to close out the show folks with something that's important to me hopefully one day it'll be important to you and that's something that my dad taught me with kids and he would say craig treat others how you want to be treated, and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. <laughs>